Straight Talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. It's Monday, so you know what that means. It's Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio, your trusted number one news source for stupidity and the absurd. My name is Steve Miller, and in the Holy Land, who just barely made it on the show, my handsome host, Mr. Matt Zucker. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, barely is right. Just under the wire. Anyway, exciting afternoon. Yes. We didn't think we were going to have a show, everybody. But Matt, you made it on time. Baruch right up Hashem. until the right up until the last minute, Baruch Hashem. I was I was uh, yeah. I was telling Stephen before the show I had to go take my final exam, my Ulpan final Hebrew exam. And Ulpan is the language course because the state will reimburse me, but you have to take the course and then take the test. I didn't even know about the test until like a week ago. Oh, so it's just like high school for you all over again. It was just like <laughs> high school. It was just like high school, man. It was so stressful. First of all, I had to drive to Haifa and driving through Haifa is like just crazy. I'm like, if I get lost, like, you know, and my GPS went out. Oh, my God. Anyway, so you finally find the place. I don't even understand the instructions in the test. It's like for the it's a combined it's level. Hebrew. <laughs> right, right, man. It's like, man, you should have cheated. I told you, cheat or have someone oh. else take the exam for you. Turn your phone in. You turn your phone in. You give your state ID. Dude, when I signed up, I had to put out 7,500 shekels for the course. Okay. And I was told when I, right, but the state reimburses you. All you have to do is make a minimum number of classes. Uh, and I missed one class. That was it. And I was told, just make a minimum number of classes. There's no final exams. Just, you know, boom, show up and you're in. You get your money back. Beautiful. Like, I think like a week and a half, two weeks ago. Oh, by the way, on uh, August 8th, you have your final exam. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, well, if you don't show up for your final exam, you don't get the rest of your money back. You'll be fine. So don't if worry. I didn't show up today, I man... It was like 2,500 shekels if I didn't show up. I Anyway, it's the same test for level – there's like level Aleph, Bet, Gimel, Dalet, Hey, right? Aleph is like I know no Hebrew and, you know, on your way up. I'm in level right. Bet. So is Barbara. Bet's le- Barbara is Bet plus. I'm Bet minus. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like, dude, it was the same test for like level Bet through – Solid. I didn't even understand the instructions, and it, it was a total throwback to high school. And I was—I I just wanted to have an outburst. I wanted to like jump up and down and get sent to the principal's office so I could get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you'll do fine. Hey, Matt, let's let's uh, let's welcome. Boy, we got a big crowd globally today. Oh, I love it. Let's let's of course let's welcome everybody who's listening to all our fabulous listeners, our fans all over the world, the United States of China, Australia. And China, not United States of China, but our proxy, China, uh, oh, South wait. Africa, Nigeria, Barbados. Oh, wow. Slovakia, Poland, Canada, Spain. China's listening twice. Wow. <laughs> since China twice. China, China. Oh, my God. That must that, maybe that's Taiwan and Germany. <laughs> Wow. So that is a heck of a list, man. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. Hey, uh, so, Matt, of course, we gotta, uh, we'll got we get it right off uh, the uh, back here. What, what a tish ba'av we had over there in Israel, huh? Wow, nothing wow. Like a good, nothing like a good war to start off uh, the morning period. So, so right, you know, the, the hostilities began what, a couple of hours before Shabbat started. So I became aware of it. I said, oh, for crying out loud. And I didn't really say anything because we're going into Shabbat, you know. And I said to Barb, you know, and, and the fasting on Tisha B'Av, I'm like, you fast on Tisha B'Av? I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And uh, 
really uh, has to have a, a real meaning to me to do that, you know, and I'm really struggling with it. And said the bar, all right, if the Mishigas is still going on, we'll fast. <laughs> so you passed it. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, um, anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, it was very interesting. It was very interesting. Yes, it was a miracle thank, from thank uh, God Hashem. Hashem it's over and no one. Uh, no one really, got killed from the Israeli no side. It was an absolute miracle. Right. And right. And more Gazans were killed by Gazan rockets than Israeli airstrikes. They were all killed by Gazan's rockets. That was Hashem. Eleven hundred rockets, not one Israeli death, not one building. It's a miracle from Hashem. I hope Israel will thank Hashem first before the Iron Dome. Because uh, that is the truth. It is Hashem who who protects Israel. Do you and, know? Do uh, you know? Do you know? Right. And the only person who got hurt from um, a rocket from debris that fell down after an Iron Dome interception was an Arab who was in Ashkelon. And I don't know if he was a, an Arab from Hebron, so he wasn't even an Israeli. He was a Palestinian <clears throat> Authority Arab, and I don't know if he was just like working or was illegal. But that was it. An okay. Arab from, an Arab from Hebron was the one hurt. And I think, uh, and if I remember correctly, gosh, I think uh, last May, an illegal Arab worker in Ashkelon was killed by a rocket. Well, I tell you, Hashem can protect all of Israel, but can he make Matt Zucker pass his language exam? Hi-oh! <laughs> tough order. Tough order. You know, listen, man. I, I'm very selective about the things I ask for, and I, that's not something I really want to ask God for. <laughs> I only call uh, him in on really like life and death stuff, you know. <laughs> okay. Well, listen, speaking of the war, I got a great story. Uh, it's kind of I, – I have to ask a question, but this is a great story. So apparently over the weekend, uh, United Airlines' uh, flight from Newark to Tel Aviv was delayed for 24 hours after the pilot reportedly refused to fly to Tel Aviv. So the flight got canceled because the flight crew didn't show up because they were scared. They were scared. They didn't want to go uh, fly to Israel. And uh, they were telling the passengers one thing, but in the end it was basically – they were scared. The, 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 the flight, uh, the, the crew uh, refused to go to Israel. So it wasn't until 24 hours later. Now, I do have a question here because someone wrote on Facebook and I wanted to maybe ask our producer if this is true or maybe, Matt, you know, um, if, if this is true. Um, they wrote. Uh, hold on here. Let me get the uh, they said that um, the reason why they fly um, L.L., it says, this is why I always fly LL to Israel. They are the only airline with an onboard missile defense system. Is that true? Yes. Oh, my God. That is um, Let me tell you something. First of all, can the world that every all the world that is listening, can you understand that we the only airline in the world that has a missile defense system, of course, is, is the Jewish airline. Oh, because God does it. Oh, I sent 35,000 miles up. The Jews are flying over our country. Please go to DEFCON 1. Fire! Fire missiles! <laughs> what airline has a missile defense system? Only the Jews. That kind of pisses me off. I mean, I think it's cool, but it angers me. Stephen is very upset. Not, not every airline needs it so much. <laughs> yeah. So when people say uh, uh, only the Jews, right, we can't even fly 35,000 feet in the air without pissing people off. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, you know, um, I saw the video today of our cousins who live in Yafo, which is uh, south Tel Aviv, south of Tel Aviv. Right. It's a Arab um, city uh, or mixed yeah. city. But, you know. A lot of Arabs video of them out in the streets with the sirens going off in Tel Aviv. And you hear and they're out there in the streets going, uh, Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar. And I was like, wow. Yeah. If only it would have been like so poetic if one just hit bang <laughs> right there in the street. Uh, <laughs> but thank God it's over. I'm happy. I'm happy. I had both of my sons with me. My other son was. Uh, I just finished up his army reserves. It was nice to have him home for this go round. Ah, all right. Well, very good. So thank God it's over until until a couple months. Until later. the next time. Right. <laughs> so are we lather, doing commercial? Lather, rinse, repeat. <laughs> exactly. Are we doing um, 
Are we doing commercial breaks here? I don't know what's going on. I wasn't. I'm not aware of what's going on. Yes, I believe so. We have three minutes left. Two minutes. Two minutes left. Uh, One and a half now. No. Are you serious? Okay. No, I'm not. I have. I have. I don't know if I. I have tons of great stupidity. Oh, we're gonna cut to. uh, So when we come back from our break, here we go. I found what the Florida man did on Tish B'Av. So I am going to reveal. <laughs> I've got a lot of great feedback on the Florida man. And so now I'm going to find what the Florida man is doing for every Jewish holiday. So I found what he did for Tish B'Av. And I found something about the Florida woman. Um, I have another quote uh, from Kamala Harris. Uh, some summertime advice that she has given the world. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Like I picture Florida woman. And I'm trying to picture how many teeth Florida woman has. She has as many teeth as her husband, Florida man. There are a couple now. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I found something for Florida woman's. Um, so when we get back, we're going to do that. Uh, got a lot of good stuff. I also have some um, uh, a Delta Airline flight attendants are very upset. And I'll tell you why. And also we have, oh, uh, whoop. I don't know what's going on. I'm hearing all these weird noises. You're, uh, 30, sec- 30 seconds left, Stephen. Hurry up. Um, yeah. So uh, when you get back, everybody, uh, we're going to bring you some real stupidity in the world. <laughs> so much to choose from. So much to choose from. <laughs> Stick around, everybody. Germany, China, Spain, Canada. We love you all. The news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. <laughs> Welcome back to Lighten Up, everybody, right here on Israel News Talk Radio. I am uh, Matt Zucker, still, I think, here in the Holy Land broadcasting, and my partner in crime on the other side of the computer screen, Stephen Miller. Hello, Hello Stephen. everybody. Hello. Stephen, who is still in Galut. I'm still in Galut. We'll get you here. Don't worry, man. Okay. So uh, did you want to start off with something or do you want me to? I can give you a choice. If you can do something or I can do. Let me just. I I, I really like I'm so unprepared for this week. It was so crazy. And that's right. I'll I'll carry you. A lot of Mishigash going around. So I I appreciate it. So I'm going to like I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to give you my best right now. This story. (laughs) Oh, oh boy! And that's oh boy, it. I'm and that's ready. it. And then I'm gonna and then I'm gonna coast the rest of the rest of the show. <laughs> okay, just 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 like you did with your test. Orthodox Jewish table tennis player said ridiculed by partner's mother over modest attire. And this is, I'm like thinking, this is is this a serious article? Well, okay. The mother of a table tennis player who competed in a national competition verbally harassed her daughter's orthodox Jewish doubles partner for wearing to the match modest attire, including a long sleeve shirt and a knee covering skirt. Fei Ming Tang, a former Olympic table tennis star, allegedly berated S.D. Ackerman 20 before her daughter Lucy Chen's doubles competition at the U.S. National Tables Competition uh, or Championship. And I'm like... And I'm picturing this like Asian tiger mom. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Let me let me just see if I get this. So there was an, uh, an Orthodox Jew competing in a in ping pong competition against uh, a Chinese uh, athlete. No, no, and with the, a China with a Chinese. Oh, her partner. Her partner was partner. So her partner's mom. So her partner's mother was berating the Jew because she was dressed con- modestly. Tong called Ackerman. Ugly and a piece of excrement, but she didn't use the word excrement, and described her outfit as unprofessional and disgusting. And I'm picturing, you remember, did you ever see the movie A Christmas Story? Yes. Right, when they go to the Chinese restaurant? 
and I'm picturing like her really like nasty tiger mom going, you ugly. <laughs> you ugly, you piece of shit. <laughs> oh, you are. What is wrong with you? Why you wear dress like that? Why you wear dress and ping pong? And- a ping pong, put on a pair of shorts. You are ugly. You, why is my daughter with a Jew? I don't and like goes, this. And she goes, and no one wears that. No one wears that. <laughs> Nobody wear what you wear. You wear what we wear, short and t-shirt. And I was just like, I was like, this is just like, uh, I, th- I thought, saw this and it made me think of you. <laughs> Why? Because because of my racist comments that you always berate me on? No, because in this play, no, because in this situation, I think you could use that accent because it's so funny. <laughs> oh. Why my daughter go with you, I never know. <laughs> Oh, oh, speaking of which, get this. When I was leaving the uh, final exam at the Old Pond office, that torturous place. Uh, anyway, I walk out and Barb was waiting for me because, you know, she's smarter than me. And she, of course, finished first. And she's talking to some <laughs> Anglo guy, right? She's the brains of the operation. What can I say? So she's talking to some guy there who uh, he's speaking English. And he goes, oh, it's the first English I've heard in however many days. Turns out he has never even left America before and just came to Israel to visit his Israeli girlfriend. And he's wait, waiting for her at the Opan office. <laughs> oh, so he wasn't just, he was just there waiting for his no, girlfriend. All, no, 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 no. He's like, oh, can you, I mean, he doesn't speak a word of, of Hebrew and we're talking. Da, da, da. I'm like, oh, man. So his girlfriend apparently was born in Israel. But parents moved oh. to America when she was very young. So she recently okay. moved back. Okay. Oh, did you freeze on me? Sorry, <clears> oh, my God. Did I? And, no, I don't know. You know, every Hello? week we have some tech. I hear you. Every week we have some technical difficulties. Let's hope this week nothing happens. I'm getting tired of it. Okay. Sorry, man. Here we that's okay. And, uh, and so the guy it, now has never left America before, and he came to Israel to visit his girlfriend. I said, oh, well, if your girlfriend's living here, man, why are you going back to America? He goes, oh, I, I heard it's a real you know, pain in the rear end. I'm like, well, it kind of is. Are, you know, are you Jewish? He's like, no. I'm like, okay, forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> then stay home. Stay in America. Go home. I know, uh, a couple of guys, I know a couple of Gentiles here who married Israeli women getting the citizenship. It's like, it's like torture. Anyway. Listen, speaking of torture, I have another quote from Kamala Harris, the vast prince. Oh, my God. Torture is right. Go ahead. Now, since I've been told by certain people, uh, which will not be uh, will name nameless, that they don't like my impression of Kamala Harris and that they're embarrassed of certain people of color listening to our show. I will now present Kamala Harris in a black robot voice. So not to offend anybody. But black robots. So if you are a black robot, <laughs> you are listening. I didn't to know robots up, came in different races. Yes, if, if it's all about <laughs> identity politics. If you are a black robot and you are listening, please cover your ears. This is now a quote from the vice president, the black robot vice president Kamala Harris, giving the American people advice on the heat of the summer. Heat waves pose a greater threat to people who don't have air conditioning or who work in high heat workplaces, unquote. (laughs) Does the robot cackle? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So that's the that is the next uh, installment of quotes from Kamala Harris. Heat waves pose a greater threat to people who don't have air conditioning. Wow, what a genius thought. And I don't know what this is, Matt. Can you please tell me what high heat workplaces, what does that mean? What's foundries, a high heat? Foundries where you smelt steel. Um, I don't know. Um, uh, <laughs> working at a steam bath, perhaps. A Schwitz. <laughs> oh. Listen, man, I got to tell you, when you drive around in Israel in the summertime and the construction workers are all outside in long sleeve shirts in the day, uh, <clears throat> I would die. I mean, some of them have like lightweight hoodies I and mean, it protects them from the sun. But uh, yeah, and our producers say in sweaters even. It's like, I don't know how they do it. I'm, I'm wearing like as little clothing as possible, you know. 
you are wearing his little clothing. In fact, you don't even, you're not even wearing a shirt on, and I find it very offensive. You know, my accents aren't offensive, but you being shirtless that I have to look at you, that's offensive to me. Kind of looks like I'm wearing a sweater still, right? Yeah. Um, All right, everybody, we have another installment. Maybe before this goes of, someplace. <laughs> we have another installment of Florida Man. I got such great feedback from Florida Man. So now I looked up what Florida Man did on Tishba Av. <laughs> okay. This is what he did. You're going to love this. Okay. This is what Florida Man did on Tishba Av. Says, <laughs> a Florida Man carried a gator tucked under his arm while going on a beer run. <laughs> it says... 28-year-old Robert Timothy Barr was later arrested along with 23-year-old Kevin Scott. Um, they're both being charged with illegal possession of an alligator, illegal exhibit, uh, exib exhibition of dangerous wildlife, wildlife and cruelty to animals. Timothy was seen on a Facebook post carrying the baby gator around while shopping for beer. <laughs> so there was no public intoxication with, that, with those list of charges? Not yet, but he's doing this on <laughs> Tish B'Av, and he should have been fasting. Instead, he's buying beer with an alligator. So listen to this. It says the baby gator, Matt, was only four to five feet long and had his mouth duct tape. So he was making sure that the gator doesn't eat, that the gator fasts on Tish B'Av. And then Bar. It's a redneck gator, muzzle, man. It's a redneck gator muzzle. That's right. <laughs> and Barr later told the news station, he says, this store sells some good liquor, and I drank a lot of it that night. <laughs> and then apparently he got arrested, and it's he tells the police, he says, he also said he had no clue how the alligator got there. He just pulled up to the store, and it happened to be in the back of his truck. <laughs> That's what he told the police. How many times do you drive up to Why the not? liquor store and there's and there's a gator in the back of your truck? Well, I don't know how it got there. I mean, it's Tishba off, and I'm just trying to get me some beer to break the fast. So that's what Florida Man did on Tishba of. <laughs> every week we're going to find out what Florida Man did. I, I I bet you every week you could have a long list. Yeah, I can't wait till uh, till uh, what he does for Rosh Hashanah. Oh, so, hey, uh, in our few moments remaining in this segment, um, okay. after our show last week, yeah. Barb, said, Barb said, oh, when you were telling Stephen about the wedding, I can't believe you didn't tell her the story about um, uh, the uh, two rabbis, um, like, uh, with my son Josh. Before the wedding, even like our first time at my sister's synagogue with the two rabbis was before her wedding. And uh, we were there visiting her for, for some reason. We went to Shabbat with her for a Friday night. And, you know, my kid slept through the whole thing. And on the way home, we were asking him what he thought of the uh, the two rabbis. And he said, what? And we explained the situation to him. And, he, you know, he was, what, I don't know, seven years old. He goes, oh, that's just dang wrong. Women rabbis? <laughs> Women if people don't know, uh, Matt's sister got married by two lesbian rabbis, and after the uh, ceremony, they all played softball and put together a bookshelf. <laughs> well, I, listen, so I have to tell you. Uh, we're out of you can tell us on the break. I got to tell you after the break, because this is really fun. This is the best part of the story. I can't believe I forgot. We'll be right back on Lighten Up here on Israel News Talk Radio. The news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Israel News Talk Radio, the show, Lighten Up. My name is Steve with my co-host, Matt Zucker. He was just about to finish the story uh, about what his son thought uh, of the two lesbian rabbis that married his sister, which we talked about last week, which you can go on Israel News Talk Radio and look at our backlogs. Oh, that reminds me real quick. Next week, Matt, it's our 50th show. hi Oh, uh, We should try to get some like special guests. We need to get a special guest. In fact, 
we got to do something. We're going to talk about it during the week. 50 shows. Can you believe it? And we haven't been fired yet. <laughs> it's what happens when you work for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Well, let me see. I don't mail. pay him. And if I fire him, I just got to replace the time slot. <laughs> 50 shows. I hope our producer is is going to plan something for us. I want a party. I want something. I want the best of. Uh, we should get uh, F. Kalman, our audio man, to uh, come on the show. Everyone should meet F. Kalman. <laughs> nice anyway. Guy. Give him a break. Oh, come on. It's all fun and games until someone gets hurt. All right. Until finish the story. Finish the story about your seven-year-old. Well, he so, was seven. No, no, at the no. Time. So it was, it was before. It was before. It was the first encounter with the rabbis. It was before my sister got married, and my my kids were young, and so you know we flew from Philly to San Francisco on Friday night, and we went to. Shul with my sister. Kids slept through the whole thing, and after services, we woke them, put them in the car. We're driving back to the house, and we asked him what he thought of uh, the women rabbis. And he didn't know what we were talking about. We're like, oh, the, the women rabbis leading services. What did you think of him? He goes, women rabbis? Well, that's just dang wrong. <laughs> and Barb and I start cracking up because like, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He was a little kid. But my right. sister is this, like, like uber feminist. She, yeah. Like, it, she did not think it was funny. But her reaction was actually what was so funny. But anyway, so... Fast forward a little bit, a couple of years, whatever. She brings a boyfriend home uh, over Thanksgiving and we're out to brunch, you know, before they leave. And I don't know how the story comes up about uh, my kid and his thoughts on the female rabbis. And so Barb tells the story, and he's, oh, this is dang wrong. And this guy just is like, doesn't miss a beat. And he goes, well, he's right, it is. <laughs> he was an Israeli guy. <laughs> Your son is very wise. Women should not be rabbis. What happened to their relationship? It was over within a week. <laughs> yeah, you know, that that like, it was uh, like it was like a mic drop. It was like a mic drop, man. That went off. He was like, "Well, well, it is wrong." And and everyone, it was like, "Oh, oh, oh, no, he didn't. Oh, no, he didn't." <laughs> and my sisters. <laughs> That's funny. All right, uh, Matt. Good times, good times. That is that is good. That's that's uh that's uh that's very very funny. Uh, all right. Would you like to know what the Florida woman did <laughs> too this weekend? Oh my Her God. boyfriend. So she dates the Florida man. This is the Florida woman. I found this story, and this is the Florida woman. Ready? This is great. You're gonna love this, Matt. Yeah. A Flo a Florida woman. <laughs> with an open bottle of Jack Daniels whiskey in a bag, was arrested for driving a golf cart on Florida's busiest interstate while drunk. Probably because she had a DUI and couldn't drive her car. <laughs> right. So <laughs> she's she's 58 years old, and she's still hitting the sauce. I love it. Um, Saturday night this happened. Motse Shabbos. <laughs> <laughs> Motzei Shabbos for our listeners are, means after Shabbat. Anyway, um, she, she's now facing a misdemeanor. Now, there was a truck driver who saw her on the interstate, um, and uh, he kind of, like, got her to pull over. It says, according to Florida Highway Patrol, a semi-truck driver spotted the woman driving in the golf cart in the center lane. Um, in on the center lane? On I-95. I-95, which so goes all the way shoulder. up the country. If you're in the shoulder of the road, all right, in the center so, of the lane. So the truck driver uh, – By the way, for our listeners who are not in America, like I-95, just picture the, the biggest, hugest highway. It goes from have, Florida and it, and it all the way up to like Maine. From yeah, the and it's south like, and it's the like down there, it's like eight or ten lanes or something you yeah. know, in both directions. Wow. Um, it's like – and for our listeners in China, it's like a, a picture – uh, three great walls of China with cars driving on it. <laughs> I don't know. Just okay. Just <laughs> anyway, go with it. Okay. um, once, just go with it. Uh, once the uh, shoulder, uh, once the you know the guy they grab, he grabbed the keys. The cops came, and um, it says here once troopers arrived on the scene, the woman started arguing with them and insisted she needed her bag. <laughs> I need my bag. Because I'm gonna go play golf, and inside the bag, troopers found a bottle of Jack Daniel's Tennessee Fire Whiskey. 
Well, first of all, if it's that fireball stuff, ugh, she should go to jail. <laughs> oh, my God. Florida man and Florida woman. God bless them. What uh, a great couple. They last longer than your sister and the Israeli guy. <laughs> well, they weren't married, so. My sister, Baruch Hashem, she's a... One, one marriage. She waited until she found the right guy. So it was a good thing that he heard that story. Right? We did her a favor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Florida man and Florida one. Here, here's a good story. Speaking of, uh, well, this is not speaking of anything. I'm just going to share it. I was going to say, speaking of airlines, but we've already passed the airline story. This is a good one. You're going to like this, okay? Remember, folks, you want your trusted news source. Lighten up. I had a friend who uh, who told me this weekend. She says, uh, I, I, I don't watch the news anymore because it's depressing and uh, I only get my news from lighten up. <laughs> That's what she told me. Oh, my God. That's scary. One of our many fans. Uh, so here, you're going to like this. Uh, a Delta flight attendant who says workers were abused by passengers calls for a better sick policy to help them recover from the stress. So apparently uh, Delta... Um, is uh, the 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 uh, what do you call it? The staff. They're yeah. getting very upset, and so it says here. A Delta flight attendant says she and her colleagues put up with so much abuse from passengers. The Atlanta-based worked made the comments in an interview with the Guardian. Delta flight attendants are currently engaged in a push to unionize. They're apparently the only ones who don't have a union. So anyway. This woman says a Delta airline flight attendant says the company should offer better sick policy so workers can take days off to recover from their stressful working environments. She says that um, passengers are verbally abusive and physically abusive. Now, I highly doubt physically abusive, but you know what? The way Delta treats Jews and the way the airlines have treated people with masks and all that, I have no sympathy. But get this. This is the best part of the article. Ready? Her name was Shamika. <laughs> so it says Shamika, the flat attendant, spoke to the Guardian on the condition that it used only her first name. <laughs> How many Shamikas are there? Right. So you think her family's <laughs> like, no, she wants to be left anonymous. Her name is Shamika. And people and her friends are like, wait a second. I know Shamika. And she works for Delta Airlines. Could that be the same Shamika? Wow, you get them, Shamika. Apparently, Shamika very upset. Hey, I got a question for you. This whole, uh, over the last few days, this whole operation that was going on over here, did that make the news in the States? Uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah, it just says, you know, more conflict. Israelis bombing Arabs. Because my cousin was uh, left for a birthright trip on Sunday. So this is Saturday night, Motzei Shabbat. I called my cousin. I'm like, hey, is the trip still on? And I don't say anything. Yeah, she's leaving tomorrow morning from Newark. I'm like, oh, okay, great. Can't wait to see her. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, mm, okay, all right. I'm not going to say anything. But I'm like, <laughs> at that point, you know, a couple hundred rockets a day were flying over. <laughs> Matt, do you not like my Shamika story? Is that why you deflected to uh... – Oh, I do Something like the Shamika story. And, and I wasn't I'm, done with Shamika. Oh, I'm sorry. I, you made me think about airplanes and flying over here. Oh, okay. Um, oh, you, I you know what? Uh, I just, you know who just joined in listening? Singapore. Hello, Singapore. <laughs> it's Taiwan. Taiwan. Singapore? What? No, that's Singapore. <laughs> Forget it. So listen, Shamika has been putting up with short staffing and being abused by passengers. Would you abuse so – you know that if you tried to verbally abuse a Shamika, you're going to get your butt whipped. You, you won't get Sh your butt Shamika, don't play! But you know what, man? You never mess with flight attendants because if you do, you could be banned from flying for life. I know. That's why I think this is full of caca story. They're just whiny little babies. Caca. Uh. They're whiny little babies. No one mouths off to a flight attendant unless they're being anti-Semitic. And Delta is very anti-Semitic. <laughs> but who's going to mess with a Shamika? Oh, no, you didn't. Don't you put your hands on me. I will throw you off this plane. You know what? I need more sick time because I'm stressed out because of this white man over here. <laughs> All right. Now, I would Sorry. say 
No, that's okay, because you know what? When you hear the name, that's kind of what you think, isn't it? Yeah, well, come on. Shamika? That's a great name. What was the name of the Chinese uh, ping pong player? Uh, hold on that? one second. Because the Jewish girl was a very Fe, Jewish name. Fei... 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 or something like that. Fei Fei Tong? Fei Fei Tong, yeah, right. And what was the Jewish girl's name? Um, hold on, I'm gonna have to find it's that. It's something Ackerman. It was something Ackerman, very Jewish. How did the Chinese and the Jew hook up? I don't know, but they were teammates. Uh, here it is. Hold on one second. Uh, uh, Fai Ming Tong was the mom who berated her. And oh. uh, buy me a tong. Buy yeah. me a tong. Fei, F-E-I, Fei, or Fei, Fei, Ming, Tang, and Esti Ackerman. <laughs> oh, God. Oi, Esti Ackerman Esty. With, with Buy Me a Tong. <laughs> now coming to the center stage for ping pong, Esti Ackerman and Buy Me Tong. <laughs> Sounds like a Buy Me a Tong. But anyway, it's just interesting. And the mother was very abusive. Did they win? Does it say what happened? I didn't say. The mother was just trying to get into the Jew's head. <laughs> they were teammates, though. I, I know. She might, maybe she was concerned that she couldn't move fast enough in the modest outfit, and she was going to cost her daughter a, well, a title was, or something like that. What was what was Faye wearing? What was the Chinese girl wearing? Like shorts and a tank top? <laughs> I guess. But guess what? What? She eventually pulled her daughter out of the doubles event. Oh, you know what? I'm crying anti-Semitism. Come on, China! You already own America. Do you need to hate right, the Jews? Right. So Esty wound up being forced. She was forced eliminated because she lost her partner because a tiger mom made her daughter pulled her daughter out. It doesn't say how old these players are because, like, what is like tiger mom crouching tiger ah, hidden dragon? Ah, because I rushed and I didn't read the whole article. Um, Just like you rushed through your language exam that you're going to oh fail. God. No, I totally rushed through that. You know, I left the whole page blank. It's like I don't even know what to say. I'm, I'm done. They're going to kick you out of the country. <laughs> but I got no place left to go. I left a whole Don't page. Don't make me go back. Do you think that'll affect my grade just because I left a whole page blank? You know what I used to do in when I was in high school when there was multiple choice? I, if I, I never studied, so I would just go down and write Abacab, A-B-C-A-B, Abacab, like the, the, the Genesis album, Abacab, yeah. Abacab, and I always hoped for the best. <laughs> so so when I was in high school, there was uh, one summer I was going away on a trip and it was like a nine week trip. I was going out west, like living in a tent doing like backcountry stuff. Right. No, no team tour type of thing. Couldn't wait to go. I had to go right from my finals to like JFK to catch a flight like I could concentrate on my finals. Right. I was I'm, I'm classic ADD, well, you know, test. I You're literally classic, went right. down. I and I literally did that like ab cab thing. I'll have to pick a lot of C's. Okay, all over the place. Just like, and I figured by the time my parents got the grade, I did the math. I didn't need to pass the final to pass. Oh, so good. right, you know. So what? Who cares? By the time my parents get my grades, I'm going to be in like the mountains of Colorado or something. They won't be able to. Reach out and smack the back of my head. <laughs> Good. Oh, wait. You know what? I saw a new uh, promo for a horror movie for, with Kevin Bacon, and I want to exactly. share it with the world. Um, it's a scary movie. <laughs> Guess what the title of the movie is called? It's called They Them. <laughs> when pronouns attack. <laughs> it's a horror film with Kevin Bacon. The movie is called They Them. <laughs> You know, I just don't know if you're making this up or not. I'm not making it up. It's been promoing on Peacock. Every commercial about it. It's called They Them. When pronouns attack and libtards get angry. <laughs> it's a horror film. I'm serious. It's a real film. It's not a biblical film, so I won't be doing a review on it. But I just wanted to let you know, now they're, now they're making horror films where pronouns are getting very upset and murdering people. <laughs> I can't believe this. But you're not lying. 
I, I, was like, I was like, I was like, yeah, now he's full of it. I'm Googling this. No, they, Stephen, them. Stephen doesn't lie. An hour and 30 minutes. Yes, but you Steve. joke. It's a fine line. You're a kibitzer. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I can't anyway, but them. You go watch that movie. Tell me. You do a review on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for the sequel. She, him. <laughs> Jiju. I can't pronounce all the other variations. <laughs> God, this this world is insane. Um, oh wait, oh, Matt, I, gotta... movie, I have a movie recommendation for you. Okay, go Ser- ahead. seriously, and it's not a biblical movie. Have you okay. ever have you ever seen? Um, uh, oh, now it's a, it's a Peter Sellers movie. It just escaped my mind. Um, Pink Panther. No, 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 no. With Chauncey Gardner uh, being there. Yes. Being there with Peter Sellers. No, never heard of it. All right. Go rent it. Okay. Or, well, I don't know, rent it. I'm dating myself. You don't rent movies anymore, right? Yeah. You'd make sure you return the movie and rewind it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so old. I said, we're going to rent the movie. <laughs> I know. I'm no going one, none none of our listeners are going to know what we're talking about, especially the people in Slovakia. <laughs> I love you, Slovakia. Listen, you're going to love this story. This story comes out of Canada. Hi, all. This is a great story, Matt. Um, Canadian man uses a giant billboard to get rid of leftover dairy products in his fridge. Here's the story. You are going to love this. Um, Says his name is Angel Domingo. He's 48 years old. He just moved to Toronto, and he wanted to get rid of a stick of string cheese after he found it in his new fridge. So he moves into the house, and there apparently was a string cheese in the fridge. So he placed an ad for the cheese on a Canadian advertising billboard. Like paid, It didn't tell you how much it costs, but a billboard that you see on the highways. And uh, he says, it's a pretty good cheese string. I haven't seen a cheese string in a long time. And I think, you know... It's of some value. I wanted to get rid of it, Domingo told. Uh, So it says the ad was placed on a Toronto billboard, and it asked if Canadians, if they wanted to trade for a black diamond brand dairy product with no low balls. (laughs) Apparently... Where in Canada was this? It has to be like so, like he rural. wanted it. He wanted a trade. He wanted to get rid. He wanted to trade with this uh, someone with the tr- string cheese, but it it couldn't have any uh, no low balls because we all know I can't eat cheese with low balls. Matt, do you do you like cheese with with low balls? I don't, I, I don't like any balls with my cheese. Okay, well I'm just saying that this is very High anti. Balls, balls. He's very anti low ball. I um, think he's he drinks like homemade liquor made in a rusty radiator. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not going to believe this, Matt. He got offers and check out some of the offers that he got. This is you are going to love this. Ready? Uh, he's he admits that this is the strangest thing he's ever had to, uh, you know, that he's ever done. Um, but some of the offers that included someone offered for a piece of string cheese. Someone wanted to trade for him a Persian cat. For string cheese. Meow. And get this. Someone wanted to change. Someone wanted to trade their girlfriend and a box of Lucky Charms. How old was the box of Lucky Charms and how old was the girlfriend? I don't know. It doesn't say. But <laughs> How do you trade a girlfriend? Well, the relationship, property? Isn't, it, it, the relationship isn't going too well. Apparently. Okay. The, uh, so how do you trade them? It's not like. You well. Know, the girlfriend apparently didn't believe in female rabbis. I'd like to, I'm going to trade my girlfriend for uh, some string cheese and, and two prospects. <laughs> so then listen to this. So the girlfriend and a box of Lucky Charms and the person who wanted to trade said that he will he will personally – he said he would pick through it so it would only be the charms. <laughs> so Angel says, I thought that was pretty nice, but if I had the time, I would do that myself. He, I'm so I'm so confused. I don't even know what to make he, of this. This is so insane. He would trade his girlfriend with just the and and Lucky Charms, but just the marshmallows. That's the best part of the cereal. The marshmallow, the germs. Come on, haven't you ever? Had of Lucky course, the marshmallows are the best part. Okay, so the guy's willing to have a bag of marshmallows and his girlfriend trade it to this, to Angelo for a piece of string cheese. <laughs> what is this? 
It's a note from the producer. <laughs> Fifteen seconds? I didn't no. say I wanted. Okay. That's not. That's not the note. Oh, I'm. I, I had to scroll down. Sorry. Oh my God. Guess who's? Guess who's just listening in? India. Hello, India. This is quite a show. This is quite yeah, a show. I'm telling you, right? Look how many people are listening. Why is that? The, uh, hmm. Because the word is spreading, okay? Despite what you think of me as your co-host, people love me. <laughs> Steven, I didn't say people didn't love you. Okay, fine. Do What's not to, to love? With, do you want me to share with everyone the mean text you sent me and you called me a racist? Did okay. I say that? You can share. And listen, I have no secrets from our listeners. Okay. Um, oh, speaking, <laughs> we can. Uh, do you have? Do, would you like to share something, or I can move on about no, a great Chinese? Please, please. Okay, this is great. You're gonna love this. Uh, this comes out of China, so China, listen up. This one's for you. Hi, <laughs> So apparently, this couple speaking. Since we're kind of speaking about marriage and stuff, uh, a Chinese couple got married. And during his during the wedding ceremony in China, a groom decided it was time to expose his cheating bride by playing a video of her infidelity. <laughs> so, you know how like when you're at a wedding and, so, you know, you call the bride and groom up and then they show like a little video of like it's like a montage of how they met and, you know, whatever it is, well, yeah, yeah, both, yeah. both of them when they're little children. So apparently this guy, well, yeah, uh, the, what you have to sit through uh, and endure in order to get to dessert. Right, right. So it says here the, the groom, the groom. So apparently the groom switched out the video and the groom plays a video of wife cheating with brother-in-law on their wedding day. <laughs> and they show the video. Now, obviously, we're on a radio. I can't show you the video, but it's hysterical. Um, it says, uh, oh, my God, I want to get to the thing. Hold, hold on, hold on. It said here, uh, as the MC announced. Now we're going to show you the video of how the newlyweds grew up. <laughs> the groom had set up a different video to expose his wife. It says here the groom had a five-minute tape between the bride and her brother-in-law <laughs> played out in front of family and friends at the ceremony in order to publicly humiliate the woman who cheated on him. Can you imagine if you were at that wedding and then they start freaking out and he starts screaming and the video goes, you thought I didn't know. You thought I didn't know. I knew. I knew all time. And then she throws the bouquet at his face. It's awesome. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I would love to be at that wedding. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I would so love to be at that wedding. I but you know what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't know that I would have done that. I mean, you. I mean, of course, you want to do something, but I would have been embarrassed. Like, how would it reflect on, you know? On you, I guess, as a man, really what I'm saying. There you go. Boom. I said it, you know. <laughs> well, it's 2022, man. Anything could happen. But I, w I wonder if the guests are going to be like, I, uh, the, the one guest can be sitting next to us. Well, uh, can we take our gift back? <laughs> it's going to be a Netflix movie. Isn't that hysterical? I think our I producer has a our producer has a question. Don't they kill themselves from shame? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, no, that's uh, samurais used to do that. Oh, that's right. So our producer, that's only a samurai. So uh, yeah. Anyway, that I, isn't that an incredible story? I would love. That is I an incredible loved, story. That's I would. That's like. Oh, that's that's like. You, how do you how do you avert your eyes? You have to watch that. Right. Right. Oh God, what a lot of crazy stuff. All right, so we should end on something good. Uh, do you have anything short-lived, Matt? Well, listen, you know, this is a positive story. It's not really a funny story, but do you okay. know who um, Ennis Cantor Freedom is? No. All right, so he's an NBA star. He is uh, a Muslim, and he's from Turkey, and he can't go back to Turkey because he's so critical of their government. This guy is such a great American. After he became a naturalized citizen, he changed mm -hmm. his last name to Freedom. Um, he's been outspoken. He's always going after LeBron James for being a a, a prostitute for the Chinese uh, when they have no offense to our Chinese listeners. We love you, China. I love you very much. <laughs> right. We should all learn Mandarin anyway. So he is in <laughs> Israel. He is in Israel um, leading an interfaith basketball clinic because the kids love uh, 
basketball in Israel. Anyway. That is a great story. So black, so Jews and Muslims are playing basketball. Yep. Yep. Oh, that's and great. coached wonder, by other I'll... NBA members and uh, and and um and, and his cantor freedoms here. The Israelis love wow. them. I wonder if the Muslims are strapping bombs to the basketball and being quick pass to the Jew. Not these Muslims. Not these Muslims. Oh, they don't man. let those Muslims in. <laughs> well, we ended on a good feel-good story of Muslims yeah. and Jews Spread and basketball. Spread in light. All Spread right. In light. Muslims and Jews, I love you. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Please join us every Monday on Israel News Talk Radio. If you love Israel News Talk Radio, then you'll love our Facebook page. We keep you up to date on what's happening in Israel, plus little surprise treasures that we don't share on the radio. Go now to follow us on Facebook. Just look for the Israel News Talk Radio Facebook page. And don't forget to subscribe and follow us by clicking on the like button. We post great stuff there that you'll want to share. Israel News Talk Radio on Facebook and Israel News Radio on Twitter. If you're hearing this message, everyone else can too. Advertise with Israel News Talk Radio and get your message out to people. We'll build a personalized package for you. Contact advertising at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Straight talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Hey, this is Jake in Anchorage, Alaska, and I love listening to all the super interesting interviews and up-to-date information on what's happening in Israel. Hello, this is Anna King, originally from London, now living in Israel. And what can I say? Israel News Talk Radio is my cup of tea. My name is Bhaskar. I'm from India, and I love listening because you get to know the truth and wonderful voices from this lovely country. Mom! Okay, wait a minute. Hi, this is Chava Dots, and I'm calling for the rolling hills of Malaya Dumim, just north of Jerusalem. I always listen to Israel News Talk Radio to get all the latest news and commentary and to keep me up to date every day. This is Sarah Dots from Malaya Dumim, and I'm 12. I wish Israel News Talk Radio was boring so my mom wouldn't listen to it all the time. Mom! You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. News, opinion, and more. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio.